0: but why it's sometimes important to change the rules on the perspectives and the engagement you have with the situation. To explore this concept, we're going to be going over a story called The Thief Who Became a Disciple from the book 101 Zen Stories by Nogen Senzaki. Here's how the story goes. One evening, as Sinchiri Kojin was reciting sutras, a thief with a sharp sword entered, demanding either money or his life. Shinchiri told him, Do not disturb me. You can find the money in that drawer. Then, he resumed his recitation. A little while afterwards, he stopped and called. Don't take it all. I need some to pay taxes with tomorrow. The intruder gathered up most of the money and started to leave. Thank a person when you receive a gift, Shinchiri added. The man thanked him and made off. A few days afterwards, the fellow was caught and confessed, among others, the offense against Shinchiri. When Shinchiri was called as a witness, he said, This man is no thief, at least as far as I am con- concerned. I gave him money And he thanked me for it. After he had finished his prison term, the man went to Shinjiri and became his disciple." This is another wonderfully short yet very powerful Zen Buddhist story and every time I read it, it touches my heart because when you look at the conventional perspectives on someone who comes in with a sharp sword and demands money. It's not very kind. And of course, that's still a crime. However, what I love about this story is how subtly yet powerfully, the monk Shinchiri changes the rules on how he can see the situation. And as a result, changes the rules of engagement with the person in question, the thief and gave him an opening to actually become something more than a thief. Like many Zen stories, the characters in it are just merely metaphors for ourselves and our lives. And I think when we really look at our reactions to situations, especially the ones that come fastest, especially the ones that feel right, that feel instinctive, the funny thing is that without even knowing we may be following a playbook or a guide that we had established ages ago. And even though it feels right and natural and intuitive to make that decision, after the decision has been made, if we feel ill at ease, if we feel as if something is not right, that we've done something wrong, that's when we have to actually wonder, is my established way of doing things the best way to do things? Is there a way I can change the rules on the situation and think about things differently? For me, the example that comes to mind when it comes to my own life is gathering of friendships. In our culture, especially as a woman, when you gather friendships, it's one of the most important parts of your life and having no friends can really negatively impact you mentally and socially. Especially after the pandemic, I felt as though all of the friendships that I had so carefully and deeply cultivated fell apart. And there was no blame to be had. I was in my own straits, so were they. So rather compassionately, rather than anger, Although I do admit I did have anger in the beginning, because in my head, I felt I spent years catering to these people, loving and caring these people. Yet, when I wanted friendship in a time I needed most, they were not there for me. After some time, though, I realized that everyone is going through their own thing, and there's no blame to be had, and there's no blame that would be productive in this situation. So I essentially, in my heart, let them go, compassionately, and thought to myself, even though we may no longer be in contact, we may no longer be friends, I wish you all the very best. But then, for a long time after that, I always wondered, why is there this gap in my life? Is there something wrong with me? Am I simply not a friendly person? It actually plagued me for a long time because i always thought that the right way to be was to be a person with many friends or at least one best friend because again that is the paradigm that is shared with us and told to us in popular culture but then when the pandemic went along i realized that i was not feeling lonely that Yes, it would have been nice to have someone to talk to, but I could talk to my family. I enjoyed spending time with myself and the life that I had wasn't so bad. And at that point I realized, as much as I enjoy friendships, I can live without them too. I don't want to push myself and feel bad about myself simply because this big element is not in my life anymore was out of my control. I refused to feel guilty for this anymore. I refuse to feel like there's something wrong with my life anymore. And after I decided to change the rules and change the way I engaged with that situation within myself, I felt really free because I no longer had this perspective weighing on me every day. I no longer had this sense of mental burden that something is off, something is wrong. Something needs to be fixed within myself that I need to be adjusted or curated or changed. I saw the situation as compassionately as I could towards myself. And I just accepted it and let go of this expectation I had. That's not to say that I didn't welcome friends in time. But at the moment, especially during the pandemic, there wasn't much I can do. And I realized that I was okay with that. And for even after the pandemic had sort of calmed down for many years, I didn't actually cultivate a lot of friendships. But when the time was right and the right opportunities presented themselves, I thought, okay, this is the right time for me to go forward. I think with the story and in life, we always have to re-examine our narratives and how we respond to things. Because it's sometimes those very ingrained responses that lead to the greatest and most consistent frustrations. And as much as those frustrations may feel very comfortable, very normal, very you, to yourself could there be a situation where I am calm where I am happier where I am more anxiety free can there be a way to look at this situation where I am not in pain where I am not feeling like there is this unavoidable suffering in fact is there a way for me to accept the suffering so that When the healing happens, or rather, when I let it happen, I can let it go. Whenever you feel like there is something in your life you absolutely cannot change or cannot avoid, think about the story. Think about the gentle way that the monk actually changed the thief into a disciple by simply offering a small change in perspective on his actions and hopefully you'll be able to extend that same compassion and kindness to yourself and the situations that you encounter so that instead of repeating the same cycles of frustration, you're able to break those cycles and evolve spiritually and elsewhere. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast I hope you have a wonderful and safe and beautiful week ahead of you. Until next week.